This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports, a new way to cover sports. Hello, welcome back once again to the Chat from the Back podcast. As always, hosted by me, Ben, and Scotty. Hi. How are you, mate? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Mate, obviously we didn't record last week. These things didn't match up work-wise for us, unfortunately. But um, we suck because I want to really want to re- record last week because we had the, the return of rugby league. Yeah, uh, I think it was a bit of a communication mishap, but yeah, it's all it's all good. We we're, we're back here today, yeah. and well, it sort of saves us because I wouldn't be able to talk too much about the rugby league from round one. I saw a couple of games, but also that weekend. Me and Jamie had a massive football soccer weekend that weekend. <laughs> yeah, as well. you did. <laughs> well, obviously not the weekend just gone. Like, I'll, but the weekend before we did. So, me and Jamie did Southern Sharks and Sydney United. Then we did Bankstown City and Rydalmere. We then proceeded on the Sunday to go and do Sydney Olympic and Rockdale. Followed by Sydney FC Youth versus Marconi. Big weekend, mate. Big mate, weekend. It was it was a huge <laughs> weekend. It was a good weekend. We loved it. But um, it's it felt good to get out to all those games. Like obviously having getting out to games the last couple of years, given everything that was going on. But um, it just feels good to have all all of our football and all of our sports back again. Oh, mate! Finally. Sports are back again. Like I know. we're getting back to normality, thank God. <laughs> yes. But um speaking of get of things coming back, we seem to be getting a bit of the good weather back. So that leads us into one of the backers here at Chat from the Back podcast. Has your lawn got out of control? I always put it off for next week. Then trust us when we say you need to get onto the one person who can tame the world, the Ingrid Lawn Ranger. When your lawn is out of control, the Ingrid Lawn Ranger is the only person to call. Head over to Facebook and search for the Ingredient Lawn Ranger. Trust me, you won't be disappointed with the job, especially now that the weather seems to be finding off a bit. Make sure you hit them up to get the get your grass cut. But yeah, so Scotty, what have you found? Have you found it like hard? Like, I know it's one thing I've sort of found like trying to like. Well, I finally signed up for KO this last week with the AFL starting, so like because I know you can have the split screen, so at least that way I can watch the NRL and the AFL at the exact same time. Oh, mate, like... um, Because I'm finding that's the difficult thing. Like, I want to watch everything, but it's like I can't watch everything. Like, uh, the dual screening is... (laughs) Well, I I can say it's all right, but you you need more than, like, one TV. Yeah, you, you need to have the setup like Batman. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, you need to have a bat cave style set up. Oh, you, like, uh, I, I need probably about 50 TVs, I reckon, will do it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's definitely feels like this last weekend having everything back for the first time and, like, having full houses again everywhere at the games. It felt like it did. Year, like three, like nearly four, three, four years ago, before before everything went tits up in terms of the world. Oh, well, yeah, like it's it's always a struggle, I suppose. Yeah, but... like, I suppose it's it's been a struggle all over the world with how me- messy everything has been with the pandemic, which we know about. Like, obviously, with me. Having me and Jamie both having had it recently, yeah. Um, but and then yeah. like you've got all the other stuff going on that we don't want to touch on, which is affecting world sport as well. And <laughs> um, but it's just good to finally get back and have plenty of sport to look at and talk about. You know what I mean? Like you look yeah. at it here in the show, we've got the NRL, AFL, A League still going, NPL started, weekend sports about to kick off. You've got. 
still got a little bit of cricket going. Well, I know the Aussies are playing at the moment in Pakistan. I'm not sure what the score is today. Today's day one with one more recording. Um, well, apparently we've had a horrendous start on that. So, oh, really, I haven't. I've crashed out a little bit this hour, though, to be honest. <laughs> um, got basketball still on. Netball's about to start, I believe. Like you've got Super Rugby on. Like everything. Like it's pretty much back to normal. Well, to be fair, it's the test the season on Australian sport. So, oh mate, I think I think of um written myself. Well, I didn't. Well, having obviously, as I said before, having the virus, I got bored sitting in, sitting in my room, like like you know what I mean, like when you have no other option but to be there doing nothing, it's boring. But like now that I've got like all the sport on, like I'm happy to lock myself away and just watch the sport and maybe only come out to train, go to work or play my games on the play our game on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And thank God you don't have it so you can actually enjoy like oh, outside life, I yeah, suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well if I decide to step out. Oh well yeah. That much sport on in it's a bit hard. But um We'll get stuck. We'll get stuck in looking at it. Obviously, as I said, we didn't touch, weren't here last week talking about it. We'll have a quick little look at the NRL, and we will have a quick little gander at round one. Um, one thing that few, that few of my mates have said, well, they've said it on their show. Check out Rugby League Outlaws. Great show. I'm I'm on there occasionally. As I said, like obviously, there's been a few changes to the rules. There hasn't really been any of the big blowout margins, blowout score ones this year. Oh. Apart from the ones involving Manly, which are hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I mean. I'll, like, I'll, yeah, I'll have, I'll have to agree with you. There was no major, and, yeah, and major, as, major upsets or and yeah, even big score lines. I think so. the two, well, the two biggest are round one Penrith by twenty two points over Manly, and then this weekend just gone was the fourteenth was. Probably, well, we had a couple of blouts this weekend. You we had Manly losing by 14 this weekend, Raiders losing by 20, and the Tigers losing by 22. But realistically, it's not like the last couple of years where it's been like 30 point, 40 point, 50 point blowouts. Like, it's, you know, yeah, what I mean? like it's, the, the high scoring games, yeah. obviously, but not, nothing like, oh, shit, yeah. like they've scored that much. Yeah. Like, it's maybe, again, like, I think I mentioned it on the podcast a few times. This the set restart, the six to go. Like, like do that in the team's attacking half. You don't do that as the team's working their way out because they don't get an advantage. And they've done that this year. They've brought it in, and it's now a penalty in the team. Well, like, the team like, bring the ball it, out. And like, you're you you would understand out. that more than I would, but yeah, like I, I don't understand it because yeah. every, every like from the games I've seen. There's a six again, and I yeah. honestly thought but, no, it, was so, rules, it was a penalty. Yeah. But. No, so what it is now is you still have the six again, but that's only in a team in the team's attacking half. So once you go over halfway to where you're trying to score a try, that's when it becomes six again. Before that, it's a penalty. Ah, uh, so, right. Well, you saw it numerous times. Teams would just lay on, give away six again, lay on six again, lay on six again, lay on six again. Lay on six again. Oh wait, the team's not gone, and they've only, they've only gone thirty meters. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. No, yeah, like, there, that, that, that's what. Like, it, like the main thing I was concerned about is like, what, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Whereas at least now, you can lay on, but sorry, mate, it's a penalty, and give the team the option to kick it downfield to kick it in the touch. It happened a couple of times at the Sharks Parramatta game. It was that on Saturday night, which we'll touch on in a bit. But I'd much rather it happen like that because then you stop getting the teams milk, like milking stuff like that for their own advantage when they're defending. Well, yeah. You know what and I mean? It's like, yeah, like I'm, I, I have to agree with you. Like, don't stop milking it and just play. Let like let the game play on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, like been some absolute crackers. Like I only caught the end of Canberra versus Cronulla in round one. I caught the Brisbane South game that uh, bits and pieces because like, there was other stuff happening and all that. But I was checking out that the other games, as I said, I didn't see because I was out at the football with Jamie. But even in, even in this last round, round two, not like you've only got really the two games of a proper blowout. So like Manly was a bit of a blowout on Friday night to the Roosters. They sort of scored a couple of a couple of late tries to 
make it a bit yeah, more like, stressful. It was, those, but it, was, it was those late tries that actually boosted the whole thing. But um, Melbourne versus South. South looked pretty shonky. Um, bit of a late fight back on that I, one. I, like I said to my missus on the Thursday night, the only thing that really did it for him was when... Uh, the two-point field goal. Uh, they got I, him I, into I extra time. The, or... um, the guy who got sent off, apologies, I don't know your name, but he got sent off in the last, like, six minutes to go, and that would that made the difference. What, in the South Melbourne game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, again, it's not what any game has been like. And even in the blowout scores that we had, it hasn't felt like, a, like probably the only real one that I'd say was maybe the Newcastle and West Tigers game was the one where it, pro- where it really felt like a blowout. But besides that, it, all the games have felt pretty close. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that because the Tigers, they scored late just to get on the board. And they, like, from the previous two rounds, uh, the yeah, previous yeah. two rounds or something Mate, like that. Given the last couple of years with the West Tigers, sorry, Tigers fans, you, you <laughs> surely wouldn't think it could get any worse, but it's, it seems like it's getting, getting worse. Well, like, I think they just need to sort of do a teamwork exercise, I suppose. Mate, I don't, I don't even I don't even think that'll work with the Tigers. Well, they, they, they definitely do need something. That, that's pretty much what I can say about it. But Maybe, maybe they need to relocate. Maybe we move, move them. Get, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's going to cut out two Heartlands, but like, we do have a lot of teams in Sydney. Yeah. And I just, I just don't know if... That could be the thing that sets the Tigers going again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And like, we could they, still keep them as the West Tigers and just move them to say Perth or something. Oh, yeah. I suppose so. I, I guess, but it that <laughs> they will always be like a Sydney team, though. Yeah, but like that thing when they play in Sydney, they still have those support, hardcores here in Sydney. But it's just I don't know if it's. The Sydney markets now is capable of withstanding so many teams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I reckon maybe that would be the problem as well. Like, it's oversaturated. Maybe... Yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's a quick fix for the Tigers, but stuff needs to change there. Otherwise, it. Could could may even potentially be not not even a matter of them relocating. Could be maybe a matter of them even being out of the comp completely. Well, I'm sure. Like I'm sure, and we both know someone that wouldn't be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I know. I know a few who wouldn't be happy with that, but. <laughs> on a, oh, on a, yeah, but at the end of the day, like it's. Sport now is a money-driven business. Unfortunately, you are correct. And if you're not performing, you're not te- always going to be bring. You're not going to be bringing as much money into the game as other people, as other oh, other teams. Like, absolutely. Like, look at the sponsors. Then, if like an entire team goes, you're losing that yeah, much money. Yeah, and, thing, and the players but, and the yeah, club is losing. But that if much the money. team's not performing. As a business, I'm, you, it's going to be a struggle to keep, you know what I mean? Like, for the Tigers, so, like, they're consistently not performing. So all these sponsors that are putting big money in, if it continues like this, they're going to get to a point where it's going to be like, well, where's my value for my money? You promised me all this exposure. Yeah, but, you're prom- but it's, the, the problem with the Tigers is it's so consistently crap. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you can only go for so long promising all these different sponsors. Oh, we'll be in the finals this year. You'll get exposure through finals, exposure here, exposure here. You can only do that for so long before you go through everyone and have to start again. And then you're going to get to the sponsor that's going, you've done this to me before. I'm not going to come in. And then they lose the money. Then it's there's so much more financial issues behind the scenes that some, a lot of people don't see. And then that's what causes the demise of a club. Well, yeah, like, how can you have, like, first round, like, Tigers versus Melbourne, have Melbourne shitting themselves to get smashed by 20 or, <laughs> or 18 or whatever? Uh, 20, it was 22 points. Yeah, yeah. Like, how, how can you have that against, like, I know it's Newcastle, 
And yeah. it's a tough team at Newcastle, yeah. but but yet again, as as a lot of people said, it's the Tigers. Unfortunately, it the Tigers are that team that um, that everyone talks about. Everyone like everyone's always spoken about the Sharks and stuff. But I think, unfortunately, I don't want to do it. But being a Sharks fan, I know what how what I've gone through with it. And yeah. unfortunately for Tigers fans, I think it's now time that we need to start looking at the Tigers in that way because yeah, they're yeah. not performing. Like. And as I said, it's going to only be – as people, sponsors putting money in, they can probably only take so much before they go, all right, you you keep promising, but you're not delivering. We're going to take business elsewhere. But Yeah, like I, I can see where they're coming from, 100%. Yeah. But um, enough on that. I want to get back onto something I enjoyed on the weekend. For the first time – and I, I wrote a blog about it. It's on fanbubblesports.com. Go check it out. Sharks. Returning home. Oh, wow. That was an amazing. It was such a good day. Thankfully, sure the weather, <laughs> mate, the weather held off, which was amazing. Sold out, like 12,000 people. Nico Hines comes through clutch, clutch at the death. Like, he was kicking like a busted ass all day until the death where he slotted the winner. But, um, man, well, I, said in the, I said in the blog I wrote on the website, well, I'm not saying I miss the games or stuff like that, but I think the thing that I really miss most was hanging out with my mates at the games and all that. I think that's the one thing I miss most. Well, yeah, like, as soon as you go to at least one home game, you're going to find someone, you know. Well, it was just catching up with all the boys again, you know what I mean? Because like, obviously I haven't seen them in two, most of them in two years. It was just, yeah. Like, I think that was the thing that I missed most. Oh yeah, you like you you'd miss the atmosphere, you'd miss your sport buddies and all that. Like, well, in saying that, you say atmosphere far out. That that game in, I spoke to a few people, and I experienced it myself going, "Oh well, screw it." I had my drinks at the start. The beer lines were ridiculous. <laughs> Would you wait like an hour, two Mate, hours for beer? I, I heard of some. Well, I got there early, so I got. Four beers straight up, but I probably should have got four. Come back to my seat, gone back and got another four. Now you should be, you should have been ordering six. <laughs> but um, but um, I heard of someone that missed the whole first half because they were to just get just to get some beers. They had to wait in line for fifty minutes. Jesus, right? It was. How, how I, does that happen? Like, yeah, like obviously they've got the re, the redevelopment, and everything going on there, but like, it's got to fix that up. Like, I, like it's. I don't think it's going to be as much of a struggle in the next home game because it is Friday night, 6 o'clock against Newcastle. So you're not going to have heaps of Knights fans coming down. You're going to have, like, there might be people like me, like I work on a Friday night till after 6 o'clock, so I'm not going to be able to attend that game. There might be other people like me in that situation. Yeah. Um, but maybe you, they do an out, like an outdoor bar thing or something well, like that. Well, they have to... all the bars there, there that they can have. But it's yeah. just I don't. It's just with the redevelopment and they're taking they've taken out so much stuff. I don't know they've underestimated or over overestimated. I'm trying to work out that the estimates they've made clearly haven't matched what they were anticipating. But at the end of the day, I was just so happy to be there. And like I saw, I was at Hindy said, "Oh, Sharks carrying on like they won a premiership." But the thing is, we haven't been at home for two years. We. Well, yeah. Spent the last those last two years playing at our rivals' home ground. Well, yeah, well, like everyone's excited, everyone wants to get on the piss, and yeah. well, that although to be like to be fair, like fifty minutes for a beer is a bit ridiculous, though. I mean, it was nuts, but um, I, we ended up getting beers and all that, but it was yeah, just we'll, a great day. Yeah, end of the day, was it worth it to miss half a game? Oh, to miss half a game? No. Like, a lot of guys I was with um, went up, looked at the line, went, oh, well, screw it, we'll get beers after the game, we'll go to Norby's or go, go to to Caring Bar pub or whatever but after the game. But I was lucky I got there early enough to get a few beers before the game, so. But, yeah, you, you were one of the lucky ones. Yeah. But we'll... Uh, Touch a bit on the ladder. After two rounds, you got. I actually, I work my way up from the bottom. Hilariously, we have Manly in last place, 
<laughs> then the West Tigers, the Warriors, and South Sydney, all teams without wins so far this season. We then go to Canberra, the Bulldogs, Cronulla, Gold Coast, and the top eight of the Roosters, Parramatta, St. George, North Queensland, Melbourne, Brisbane, Penrith, and Newcastle. Obviously, it's only two rounds in. I think probably big surprise is Manly and South being winless. It is a bit of a surprise, but as you said, still early. Anything can happen. I think... Like, we've still got, what, 26, yeah. 24 games to go? It's still got, it's still got the rest of the season, really. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the big worry for, I think, is for South, I think, because they've got... Coming up in the next two, you've got the Roosters and the Panthers. Yes. So they could very well be going on looking at on four. Oh, that, that like that's a game that can go either way, I reckon. What roosters and south? Yeah, and, and considering south have been pushed, yeah, I reckon they'll win it. But so, I don't know, man. They look. They got done by the Broncos, who not a lot of people are tipping big things from this year, even though they have won their first two. Well, yeah, um, I was going to say, it could be a bit of a struggle if they win it. But if if South lose these next two, I know it's only four rounds in, but that's that's a big portion of the se- That's a, a really important portion of the season gone. Your first four games, and you've not got to win. And it's against the four top, against four of the other top, well, against really three of the other top teams that you want to be competing with. Well, yeah. And it's... So, it's it's going to be tough. I don't want to say it's 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 danger signs. Yeah, being obviously only four rounds in, but it's it could be starting to get a bit a bit of a worry out at Redfern. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it's just a matter of um, how you play on the day, really. Yeah, but unfortunately, the South just don't, haven't seemed to have it have it these first two weeks, and hopefully that hopefully for South that changes moving forward. And but, for grand finalists like last year, yeah. they, they should be they should be really on it. Yeah, but yet again, you see see a lot of the time in like um, American sport, man, gaming wouldn't know about. Uh, there's the, not so much recent years, but you've always there's always been the talk of the Super Bowl curse. If you lose the Super Bowl, you have have a really bad next season. But yeah, hopefully, we're not seeing a grand final curse coming to the NRL. Yeah, well. It does happen to some teams. I, yeah. I don't think it's a curse or whatever, but yeah, it you can slump. Yeah. Only because of the uh, previous, uh, what do you call it? Um, disappointment. Yeah, disappointment. I suppose. Like the hangover. The yeah. <laughs> the but, the um, dread. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it it shouldn't reflect on your first start of the season. Yeah. But um, hopefully for South fans, it does turn around. But having having Roosters and Panthers coming up next to look looks a bit dicey for out. Like it's a, I'm pretty sure it's going to be left on the pitch for yeah. eighty minutes. Yeah. But the worrying, but again, the worrying thing is they seem very, they seem a little bit lackluster in the halves without Adam Reynolds. And oh that's yeah, the, that's the big concern. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everyone knew it was going to be a big loss, but I, like I knew it was going to be a big loss, but I didn't think it'd be this big already. Oh, I reckon. Yeah, you know I, what I, mean? I didn't like, expect it, but like, it, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a little bit godsmacked on it. To be fair. Yeah, but um, enough rugby league talk. Let's move into. Another sport that's just kicked off again. The AFL started off last Wednesday. Um, first time in a long time. It hasn't been the Carlton Richmond ma- match kickstart. But we had the AFL grand final rematch to, re- to kick off the new season. Had the Melbourne Demons getting up over the Western Bulldogs in a game that was very similar to the grand final from last year. Then we on, on Thursday, we did have the usual season opener, Richmond and Carlton, for the first time in, I think, 12 years. Carlton have has won in round one against the Tigers. Then my boys, unfortunately, went down to Collingwood on Friday. On Saturday, had Geelong getting over Essendon. Swans beating GWS. Brisbane just getting over the top of Port. 
Hawthorne doing North Melbourne on S- Sunday, Fremantle just doing Adelaide, and Gold Coast getting their first ever win over the West Coast Eagles in Perth last night. <sighs> None of the games were real blowout margins. Like, obviously, I hate to talk about it for you, your sake, but the Essendon game was a bit of a blowout. Well, but, um, fast starts are terrible. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, everything else, like, it's like, like, each game was so hotly contested, which I think can bode well for the season ahead. Um, well, it's, it, it's a chance for teams to look at themselves, really. Yeah. Like coming out of the preseason fixtures, like, like just because you win all your preseason, have a good preseason set of fixtures, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a good season. Yeah, but that, um, that that's all here and there, isn't it? Yeah, but um, like well, I've seen teams absolutely annihilate a preseason and come out and do go, absolutely go nothing to hell in yeah. actual season. So, and seeing teams go absolutely shockingly like horrendously bad in the preseason and they come out and they just blitz the regular season like it, it it's the way it works well you know no no you're not exactly wrong but you but there are other things well, the I thing reckon is, that are well, the thing is, uh, I, contribute to but it but you look at a lot of the top teams they don't go out to win every preseason game they go out to tr- they use them as what they are, trials. They'll try out different things that they want to use during the season in the game plan and different setup plays that they want to use to move, move the ball, ball from their defensive to the forward 50, defensive 50 to the forward 50. You know what I mean? Like, that's more or less yeah, what, like what it, the, it, so I use it for. They're they doing like a tactical say, play here, seeing yeah. if it works or it doesn't work. So, yeah. It's, um, I reckon the team should be looking. Yeah. So. But it's. Again, it's only one round in. Like it, you can hardly read into round one, but it's um. Well, if the rest no, of the season no, goes no like round one, it'll be a good round season. one going. I oh, know we're going to go shit this year. So yeah, well, it's like a, go, well, it, you look it, at the, it's a the whole season thing, you know. Yeah, well, obviously one game in, it's all the way. It's all done. He's on percentages and all that in the AFL for those of you that aren't aware. So we'll read up from. From last to first, you got Essendon, Western Bulldogs, North Melbourne, West Coast, Richmond, GWS, St Kilda, Port Adelaide, Adelaide, Fremantle, and then the top eight of Brisbane, Collingwood, Sydney, Carlton, Gold Coast, Hawthorne, Melbourne, Geelong. That's the thing. It's round one. I, I early days, mate. Early I, days. Honestly, I don't see Hawthorne and Gold Coast staying in the top four all season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like that. Western Bulldogs seventeenth, <laughs> not really sure on that. Richmond fourteenth, not really. You know what I mean? Like it's as I said, it's round one. Yeah, you like, I, I can't exactly say you're wrong because it is right. round one. That's, that, that's it. Like you, like no one wins a premiership from round one. So if if they do, simple. give them all a raise. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, it, next weekend should be a good weekend. Hopefully, my boys go all right. We've got Fremantle in Perth. Bit tough. You, 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 you guys are hosting Brisbane at Marvel, Eddie Had, Colonial, Telstra, whatever else you want to call it. <laughs> Jeez, it's, it's it's had more more names than any other ground in Australia, I think, nearly. But, oh, yeah. Um, round two should be all right. Again, I think that as same as the NRL, the next couple of weeks, you're going to as usually be up by about round five. You can sort of see where, see how the teams are tracking pretty decently. Well, yeah, like yeah, it's a, it's more of a how you feeling sort of yeah first few rounds. I, I say yeah. I should say like even with the NRL, it's still how you going, how you feeling. Can we do this? Can we do that? Sort of experimentation. Yeah. Like on plays, yeah. I suppose. It's um, yeah, it's uh, not so much experimentation. I think that's what you use the preseason trials for. But I think it's more now going. Okay, this is where we are. This is what our team is. Let's go and well, you build yeah. from there. 
like even if it wasn't pre like preseason, first two rounds you can actually have a play on whatever you want to do. See, a lot of teams don't want to do that though. See, a lot of teams don't. Most teams won't do that though because early on in the season, want you want to get that form going. You want to get get those wins on the board because you don't want to have to risk chasing at the end of the season to get a good position on the ladder. Oh yeah, of course. But then again, like I've I've seen teams do it. So if if it works, it works, sweet as. If not, like it's it's a it's sort of like a fifty fifty sort of thing. If it yeah. does work, it, we're good. But then again, we may or may not be screwed. <laughs> Very true. But, and um, we've both seen that happen. Oh, hundred percent. But, but what uh, do you do? <laughs> oh, 100%. There's nothing you can do, but... um, Just pray. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you do what we do and just have a chat and talk things over and try and work things out. But, oh, of uh, course. <laughs> as we said in the second half and talking about sitting back with people and talking things over and working things out, sometimes you need to, need to have a break to do that. And you might need to sit back and have a drink. So, like, are you ever at Miranda? Want to get a good coffee? want a top quality feed while shopping or talking to people and catching up, then hit up Cafe Kazoo at Westfield Miranda. If you're hungry, make sure to check out our go-to with a big breakfast. Also, don't don't be shy and try their pancakes as well. They are amazing. So just head up to Level 2 at Westfield Miranda, just out the front of David Jones, Cafe Kazoo, the place to be when you need to refuel. But yeah, as we, it, it'll be interesting to see how teams go. And obviously, we got the A League and A or A League men's and A League women's, which are now heading into the crescendos of the season. Well, you got the A League women's, which is coming up this weekend. We have the grand final. You have once again Sydney FC and Melbourne Victory. It's basically the big blue. <laughs> yeah, but um. It'll be a great game coming up this Sunday, Sunday our time, four o'clock. I believe I'm pretty ninety nine percent sure. Yep, it's that Jubilee Cogra. Sydney out to get revenge for the way they lost last year. How do you, how do you see this one playing out? Oh. Well, hopefully, obviously, hopefully a Sydney win, but I reckon. I reckon Sydney will win. They've like they've been really consistent all year. Yeah. I I can't see them losing and they've been in the finals like for as long as I can remember. Yeah, I, there's very rarely a season where they haven't made the finals. Yeah, like they've been here like a hundred times before. Like I see them winning it. Yeah. I don't reckon it'll be by much, though. No. But I do see them winning it. Well, their previous results is Melbourne victory this year. It's been a 2 all draw. And that's it. They've only played each other once this year. So, well, it was a 2 all like, draw. We also do know um, statistics really mean nothing. But yet again, you got to think, Melbourne Victory women are coming off a tough game against uh, Melbourne City. Melbourne City, yeah. <laughs> yesterday, so it's maybe maybe tired well, legs and, could be do them in. Well, it was a th- was a three one win for Melbourne, but yet again, those and it was City scoring in the eightieth minute to get the one on the board. But it's just. Sometimes, even in those derby games and finals, even though it is a 3-1 win, it feels a hell of a lot tougher than that. Well, I, I, I actually didn't catch that game, but I reckon that that would have been a hell of a fight for the victory woman. Yeah. It's... Um, and you got to think, like, okay, yes, Sydney had the extra time win against City in the major, major semi. Yeah, yeah, and then they had the week off. But yet again, that week off would have done wonders for them after having such a tough game against City in the semi. Oh, like um, absolutely, because like you're resting legs. You're you're basically going into a game a hundred percent, 
not like eighty or seventy percent. Well, and then you've so, also got to look at Melbourne because you're having the travel travel up from Melbourne as well. So, yeah, like, and and when well, it comes, I, I don't really reckon you can get jet lag for no. like in, inter country travel. So yeah, but a long flight, you're you're tired anyway. So that could make the difference, I suppose. So, yeah. But, but again, they've also like, got to look at look at it out of the say what is it 14, 15, 16, about seventeen times they've played this year coming up on Sunday. This will be only, this will only be like the seventh or eighth time they've travelled. So you gotta think like it's also for them that travel factor, having not travelled much this season, could also play a part as well. Yeah. Well, that will come into play, a major player. You know what I mean? It's I haven't travelled like you. You know what I mean? Like there's that unknown, unknown. Like obviously they know they can do the job. They beat Sydney up here last year in the in the last W League Grand Final. Obviously now it's still the same, but it's just a branded differently. A League Women's. But yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll be and interesting to right. see. It. It's it's that unknown element. Um, and obviously, you look at the ladder. There was what eleven points difference between Sydney and Melbourne victory. So it's shaping up as a big should be a Sydney win. But yet again, look at how we've seen so many times that it just doesn't always end up that way. It's you can get the upset again, as we saw last year. Of course, and. <laughs> It is Sydney FC and their wins in like finals games. There, um... well, in terms of all teams combined, I think we're nearly the most successful team of the A League era. Oh, no disputing it, but they've but, been um, hard fought and hard. Yeah. Uh, what? Do you, what's the name for it? Um, worked, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. They haven't yeah, been out. They've tried, be, yeah. They always try not to be outworked. So. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so congratulations to Melbourne Victory and Sydney FC on being in that A-League Women's Grand Final. Sorry, Melbourne Victory supporters, but hopefully your side gets absolutely belted off the park and we come, we come away <laughs> with another trophy. But um, that's speaking biased. Unbiasedly, I hope it's a great game. There's no major talking points coming out of it from, from the officialdom side. And, yeah, it's just a great spectacle and a great advertisement for football and particularly women's football here in Australia. And well done for both sides. 100%. But then we've also had some A-League games. We'll touch on from last Friday, Newcastle getting up 4-1, or sorry, 4-0 over Wellington. Central Coast beating MacArthur 4-2. Melbourne City and Melbourne Victory having a one-all. Sydney FC getting up 3-0 against Western United. Brisbane 4-1 over Perth and Western Sydney and Adelaide having a new all. And touching on the Perth game, they also Perth also moved on the manager slash coach in Richard Garcia and his assistant after the game. And have, I believe it's Ruben Zagkovic is stepping up to take over for the remainder of the season. Yep. Um, he's. I think he's been confirmed, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, but I think it is just for the rest of the season, as far as I'm aware, at recording. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like yeah, they haven't had the results. Like you look at the table, they're sitting last. Only had three wins, but you got to look like realistically, you can't really blame blame them for it. You know what I mean? It's not like it's entirely their their fault that they're in that position. Oh no, no, you can't. Like. I'm sorry, but if anyone's to blame, it's Mark McGowan. I don't want to bring politics into sport, but he's pretty much shut Perth out from everywhere else. And then it's cost, realistically, you've got to look at it in a way that because of what's been done there, it's somewhat, would you say it's somewhat cost Garcia his job? I would 100% say that. You know what it's, I mean? Like, that's it. Like, I'd 100% say that's the reason. Yeah. It's um, which is a shame. Like it's, obviously, 
if he's playing, if they play their fair share of games in Perth, it's a lot different because you're forcing those teams to travel. But you take having to just play out here, you take away that that edge, that advantage you have of of that travel, and, and it can cost cost you those games. Well, yeah, like. Uh, it, like the result stands for itself, really. Like, yeah. well, what is it? One three drawn four. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, just just look at it, and that's to be fair. That's enough said, really. Like, yeah. But all right, Zach Bitch, I reckon he'll do well. He he knows well enough on the game, so. Yeah. I hope I but, hope they um, start getting wins on under him. So yeah, yeah. You don't. I feel really sorry for Perth, their supporters, their players, and everyone for spending so long on the road and away from their families. But hopefully, this back into the season, into next season, they can build and and do do a lot better for their supporters and themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, yeah. also want to touch on Sydney FC finally getting. Getting getting another win, three 0 oh. against Western United, and all the goals were top quality. Oh, like, I'm just ha- happy they they beat a team that is actually contesting for a grand final spot. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah, and like, well, you look at Ninko's Ninko getting the first goal. Like, it's so good to see Ninko being able to take that opportunity like that. I think earlier in the season he probably would have skied it, but oh, I yeah, think, sure. yeah, yeah, no argument here. <laughs> see, I think think looking obviously speaking biasly again, being Sydney supporters, I think Sydney's the one side that the teams don't want to get into the finals because we're starting to pick up form like we've done the last couple of years. Like Sydney's been one of those like sort of. Uh, all right, we'll just be lazy for the first half, yeah. but as soon as we find form, yeah. you're in trouble. And it seems like they're starting to get everything going now. Yeah. The, the other thing that worries me is we've played the most games in that top six. Uh, no, Melbourne City ha- Melbourne City and Adelaide United have. Oh, okay. I, I must so, have updated on the table then. Yeah, so Melbourne City and Adelaide have played 19. We've played 18. Western United and MacArthur both played 17, and then you've got Melbourne Victory having played 15. Okay. Because I, I, did, I did remember we played the most at one stage. Yeah. Uh, which, which scared me. <laughs> yeah. But um, who knows? We're getting to the crucial point of the season. Hopefully, we keep winning, and everyone else keeps dropping a few points like that seem to be doing around us, and then you never know what, what could happen. But, um, oh, 100%. Because that those the if we start if Sydney start beating the teams above them and yeah. everyone else starts crashing, well, we actually might well, have a shot. Again, well, if probably teams start dropping, place, I suppose. Yeah, well, if teams, start, I don't know, if we'll get there. But if teams start dropping points and problem and, and late stages and get only having draws, then that can really benefit us going forward. Oh yeah, but um, we also need to touch on some other football talk. The FA Cup quarterfinals have been running one. We are now down to our four, the final four teams in the FA Cup, which are, I'm saying that they've done, yeah, the games have been drawn. So you've got two mouth-watering semifinals coming up. I think, I, think uh, I, I know Ch- for Chelsea, a fact Liverpool has got Melbourne City. Man City, Manchester City. Don't get ahead of yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, you've got Liverpool and Man City and the team formerly, the club formerly known as Chelsea against Crystal Palace. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons I didn't pay attention to much to the Friday night games in round one because it was all the talk about Roman Roman Abramovich that we need to touch on as well. True, true. <laughs> um, so obviously, there's the talk. Obviously, all the sponsors have not not backed out of their deals with Chelsea, but they've put them on hold. Obviously, their major major backer in three has said, "Look, you need to remove us from your jersey." It's just. A- week later and they're still on there so surely it's getting to the point now where three majors terminate completely yeah I reckon it's going on that stage um, I'm like obviously it's 
now getting to a point where it's not just punishing Abramovich, but unfortunately, because of the way it is with him being an owner and everything, like it's things are done for a reason. And unfortunately, hopefully the sale gets pushed through quickly and all these restrictions against Chelsea and everything can change. But it's just the fact that they can't even they can't sign players, they can't sign new contracts, they can't sell tickets, they can't sell merchandise. It's really killing the club. And I, as, as much as, yeah, we might finally get the Chelsea relegation party. Well, it wouldn't even be a relegation party. It'd uh, be a dissolvent party, but you don't want to yeah. see it happen. It won't be the same. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, hopefully all that can be worked out sooner than later. Again, I don't want to touch on anything behind the reasoning of why everything's happening there, but hoping that can be resolved soon. But you got, yeah, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace and City and Liverpool. That City and Liverpool game could also be a decider for who gets the treble or the quad, treble or quadruple. Well, that that's going to be the main, like, if City win, they're going to take the Premier League as well. So and... you're, you rate, well, that's the thing. Who do you, do you reckon the Premier League's open or do you reckon it's pretty much City's? Because yeah. each other and I think it's only, what, one or two points between us? Because City dropped points the other yeah, morning. Yeah, it's w- one point between us in the Premier League table. Yeah. So... And you still got to play each other, so you win, you get that upper hand then potentially as well. So, absolutely, and like that game will actually define what happens in the Premier yeah. League, I reckon. Even though it's in the cup, you think that can? One hundred percent, because it is the FA Cup, and it's the strongest yeah. cup there is yeah. in England. So, yeah, but um, well, I suppose if, whoever loses that has that bit of extra motivation potentially absolutely. as well. So, because you get the upper hand on one of them. Yeah. But then again, one of one of the one of the teams could actually play a weaker team. So yeah, well, but I, that, rec- I still yeah. reckon because whoever well, wins will have the upper hand. Well, do you look at it as a point? It's like obviously Chelsea's going through everything they're going through, playing Crystal Palace, not not one of the top teams in the Premier League. Um, yes, but they have been threatening in the cup, though. Yeah, but the thing is. They're like as a, as a team, this is probably it for them as a group. This is probably, probably going to be their last show if they get to win as a group. They're going to be going all out, but but then do you potentially see them? Str- I'm already calling now Chelsea being the final. I'll say Chelsea beating Palace. Uh, yeah, City, like, I, I do see Chelsea beating yeah. Palace. Like, right, City Liverpool is a tough one for me. Do you see potentially see Chelsea falling off and not being able to really compete in the final, going too harsh? Hard, and then potentially whoever wins between City and Liverpool virtually win yeah, that, winning um, the cup. Or do you see that being like, the... honestly? If Palace, even if Palace get into the finals, I'll be happy for them. To be fair, yeah. But do you, but what? Regardless of the result of that game, do you see whoever wins your game between you and Man City being the team that wins the cup? Oof. I. Honestly, it's going to be it's it's either going to be a Liverpool or Man City win for the cup. Like, yeah, like that's what I mean. Like so, they are it, like both teams so are that you, strong. It's like that's why I ridiculous. said whoever wins that 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 semi final will win the cup. And and thinking about it now, like Liverpool won the Carabao Cup against Chelsea. Yeah. On penalties. Yeah. Or potentially, do, I reckon or, if it, if it came down to it, if. Chelsea got in the final, and one of the, yeah. one of Man City or Liverpool got in the final. Yeah, it's going to be a straight out win. Yeah, but I'm not, um, not, not saying Chelsea's bad, but everything yeah, they're going through, I don't think yeah. they're going to go well. No, the only thing that could save them is obviously being their last real crack as a, as a group, and it has them pushing that a little bit harder. But yeah, um. We, like always, we're coming to the end of the show now. It's time for our elite salon for men, razor sharp, cut above moment of the week. As I said, brought to you by elite salon for men. Are you in need of a tight up with a haircut? Should be need to be trimmed up? Then head up and see Joe and the team at elite salon for men in Ingadine, just off the crossing opposite to Ingadine Central Shopping Centre. Try... Remember, trust me when I say this, when you want to feel elite, see the elite. I was up there on the weekend, paid a bit extra, but they spent a bit 
bit of fun getting my beer done right and everything. And trust me, it's well worth any any cost you pay there. It's a great place to go. Um, Scotty. Yep. Elite Salon moment of the week. Razor shark cut above for me. Nico Hines kicking the conversion. We mentioned it earlier. Kicking the conversion at the end. Kicking like a busted ass all day. But he was signed on the big bucks to win games for the Sharks. And when push came to shove, he's done exactly that. Yeah, like I'd have like I have to rate the entire game really. Like Yeah. Like obviously that conversion was probably his easiest one of the day. Like every other it, every it, other conversion it, it, it was, was on the what, side like, on the sideline. Beside the posts, and he just had to kick it. Or it was about tw- I think it was about 12, 12 to thirteen meters in from the sideline. Yeah, like that was probably his easiest one. Like, oh, hundred percent, it was his easiest one. I think every other one was like right on the sideline. Yeah, like and and we all know, like kicking from the sideline in the wind, thirty meters uh, out. It wasn't really. Uh, I suppose there was a little bit of a breeze that came up as he was taking the kick, but it was. I don't think it would have been enough to change the direction of the kick. Yeah, but then again, you you never know. Like, it all depends on when that kick happens. Yeah, that's your only factor. Like, is it gonna? Is it not? Yeah, very so good, true. Good on him. Like, he scored like, uh, like the like within the minute of the game finishing. And yeah, it was like there was like fifty three seconds left on the clock when the try went over. Yeah, and. His kick just saved saved Cronulla for a win, and uh, yeah, good on him because a, I'm a yeah. massive Para fan, and you know that. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, what about you, mate? What was your razor, Elise Lonferman razor sharp cut above moment of the week? Oh, mate, mine was um on the Saturday afternoon. I yeah. went down to Seymour Shore to watch the beloved Sutherland Sharks play in the yeah. NPL, and Actually got a win. 2-0 over Manly United. Oh, you beauty. Yeah, finally. Um we're without I was with our mate Jamie and Yeah. He actually finally got to see a win at home. Maybe I need to stop going to games this year. <laughs> mate, I've been at the been at the other other games that they played this season, we've lost. I wasn't there this week and we won. Maybe on maybe on the bad luck charm this year. Oh please, we all know I was the bad luck charm throughout last season, so Yeah. Oh, it's moved on to me. Maybe I need to take a little bit of a break this year, eh? <laughs> yeah, but next time game you gotta come. I'll be there for sure. Hundred percent. But um, that new song. Yeah, we'll probably have to make a new banner or something as well. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's around somewhere. Yeah. But um I think I think we're nearly done, mate. I think that that's a wrap. Yeah, well, unless you can think of anything, I can't think of anything. I think we pretty much covered everything that's happened in the last two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be back with you next week, or work work permitting, time permitting for both of us. But uh, once again, like always, I'm Ben. I'm Scotty. This has been the Chat from the Back podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll speak to you again in the next episode. <laughs>